Okay, everybody have the new sheets. There's a front table. Okay, we go back now to the Chinuch, uh, both on Shabbos and L'chol Tarekula. And what I'd like to examine tonight and uh, maybe next week, uh, the very fascinating question of what is the age of Chinuch? This is a key to the sugya. As I mentioned as a soundbite a few weeks ago, in America, for some strange reason, I have my theories, some strange reason we uh, seem to have backed up the age tremendously. Um... I don't know why that is. Some people had the audacity to claim it's because we're smarter. I don't think that's the answer, but uh, I could be wrong. Uh, somebody wants to tie it. What? People want to think we're People want to think we're smarter. So we're practicing to look smarter, to be smart. Somebody wanted to argue that uh, our educational tools are so much better, and therefore we can start them off younger, and this and that. I don't know. I'm not saying that's ridiculous. I'm not saying it's kvira. It is kvira if you say that it uh, debunks the skatna adaris. That's kvira. You can't say, um, yeah, I don't know which one of the Yud Gimelani Mamas and skatna adaris, probably none of them, but still, it's, usually a guy who talks like that is, uh, has, has other issues, bigger issues. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that certainly not push it. If uh, this uh, one fellow was arguing vehemently, he said, you know, in the olden days, they were on the farm. How much stimulation can you have from a horse? From, hey, today we got the play groups and we got the building blocks and we got all sorts of educational games and they have, um, you know, the people are, are, they have all sorts of things. I didn't do this with my kids. Um, so don't start any rumors. They, you know, you start to training them at, the, at the two months old to do this and to do that to the, and they grow up to be Einstein. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe um, we haven't had long enough, but um, I don't know there's that many more Einsteins. <laughs> walking around, and Einstein, by the way, is a great example, because he didn't have any of those educational measures. As a matter of fact, he was pretty lousy in school, uh, and he was still smart anyway. That's a fable? Yes. <laughs> I, I knew somebody was going to say that. So the whole thing's mamish a legend, an urban legend. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I knew Frank is sitting here. You need a teacher who was a teacher in Germany to know that information. Uh, so uh, uh, you should know, it didn't bother me. I'm not, I'm not the least bit surprised that's an urban legend, but it wouldn't bother me if you failed in school either because schools are for the masses, and if you are a free thinker and you're spacing out because it's boring, then um, the legend is fine with me also. They both made sense. Anyway, be it, be it as it may, I, I, don't, I don't believe in the double push it that since we have all these modern views on how to do things, therefore the age of Shekhinah starts earlier, which is what we're going to be discussing over the next few days. Uh, it's a very important child, because one child is, when do you have to start? I'm asked by eager parents, you know, when should I be bringing my kid to shul, and when should he start saying brochas, and when should he say kriyashma, and when should he say dal esrei. That's one set of shaylas. And then the very serious shayla, the kid starts saying brochas Hashem Hashem, and you answer, amen, it could be an amen levatol, if the kid's not a yilachinah. A pretty serious, uh, serious shayla. So this is going to be very, um, very enlightening. Um, and I will show you, I, I copied one page from the Eizah Hadamishamari, has just in this footnote alone, 
print's very small. It's got about 100 lines here of just discussing the age. And the dichotomy, just in the Mishainim, from the sheet of Rashi, which will start off 9-10, to the standard sheet as we know of 5-6, it's quite a range. You know, when you're, when you're 30, it didn't seem 30 and 35, is not that great. If it's, if it's seen a 5-year-old, a 9-year-old is huge. Uh, so first I want to show you the sheet of Mishainim, and then we'll uh, get to some of the practical aspects. Take a look at um, Nun in the footnote, the first footnote on the page. Now again, the, uh, those who are not historically accurate will say, well, in the olden days, in the medieval times, lived in the dark ages, all they're looking at is horses and hay, they weren't too intelligent until they were 9 or 10. That's ridiculous. Uh, Rashi wasn't looking at horses and hay the whole time, and uh, he was very intelligent, and he knew that if a young Bach was getting a Chedra education, you could train him. So why do you put it in 9 to 10? The answer is, we're not saying a 6-year-old or 7-year-old is not intelligent. We're discussing what is the cutoff point, what is the age of intelligence that the father's machiv to train him in mitzvahs. And, and we're not even locking in, by the way, it sounds like from Rashi it's one age. We're not locking into one age. When you say 9 or 10, that means which means depending on sharp the kid is, and it also depends on the mitzvah. The Gemara Sukkah makes it quite clear. Depends on the mitzvah, so it's easier, it's this age, it's that age. It could be a sliding scale within mitzvahs. We're trying to get a general age for most mitzvahs. That's why we're starting off with this. Uh, but Rashi Lechari is going to agree that it will depend on the mitzvah. This is a Gemara in Yuma, Shu Kibar Tesha Kibar Eser. Talks about when you have to be for fasting, at least partial fasting, and says nine or ten. Hana ben Tesha Babari, Ben Eser Bechela, nine year old healthier, ten year old not as healthy. Kakas of Rashi Be'erchen, Shasham Kasav Shi Peluktu Yeshluki Gesaz Badavik from the Bezerachanim. So Rashi says the original Raya Rashi has is from fasting. Tesis Be'erchen, Chalka Lava Kasas, Tesis argues on Rashi, and he has a Kasha. Lani Ira. He doesn't understand. How can Rashi bring a raya the general age of chinuch is nine or ten from fasting on Yom Kippur? They're talking about a specific mitzvah of fasting on Yom Kippur. <coughs> he says, why pin it at nine? It could be a lot earlier. In other words, the kasha tastes means to ask is fasting is l'chera nine or ten because the body is not capable of fasting before. And that dafka, that chinuch, is a lot later because the, the, the kid's not ready for it yet. Kakas taisa besukav aritva od harbe rishenim shein shir mesuim lechinuch alechinuch bechal mitzvah the mitzvah lefi inyana. So how do we answer up Rashi? Biyushav das Rashi mikushas the taisa yemim iiri shikasav derakla yirish eker chinuch ben tesa ben yud lefum chorpe. He says no. Rashi meant not just for fasting. Rashi's bringing that as a raya for most mitzvahs or maybe all mitzvahs. Shadvarim shadiyas and kalav, the very easy mitzvah. Rashi, the Miri claims, Rashi will be made that if it's a very easy mitzvah and the kid's clearly ready at six or seven, so then Rashi will be made. But Rashi's giving you a general qualification. If you want to know where to start, it's nine or ten, and it's not limited to fasting. Unlike Rashi, which we'll discuss. So most Rishayim don't agree with Rashi. They don't pin it on nine ten. They say it significantly earlier, and it will depend on the particular mitzvah. 
Of course, we're still going to try to target a general age so parents know where to start. Uh, and then you could say, well, if it's uh, for davening a brochus a particular age, then maybe putting on tzitz is easier. We talk have a minute today in America, giving an upshare and caught on like wildfire. Nothing wrong with it. Nice thing. Give a party. Have some uh, pekeloch. Uh, have the kid uh, uh, come into the Rebbe, sit in his lap, and you put the Winkies or honey. The original minig was, uh, was honey. And it's interesting, the original minig was something like honey. You used to lick up the honey, lick up the Asius which uh, I'm going to be discussing either this Leo Shabbos, the next Leo Shabbos, and I'll Lochot in Chamayev, the tumult that's growing now about the uh, Nuknoki. What? <laughs> uh, a Nuk is a, uh, similar to a Kindle as opposed to an iPad. Uh, and a uh, Nuknoki is a Chesidisha version of a Nuknoki, I guess the Litvisha version. It's a clean Nuk, which is now being marketed. It's being every, you guys are such mass medium, you don't read. The Zman, the Modiya, the Ateid, the Meshpacha, Ami, or any of the above. They're putting full-page ads in the front and the back. Uh, they're marketing like, like crazy, spending huge monies on marketing. And it's a very nice, cute little nook. Is an American brand, like a Kindle. It's an e-reader. And they, they load it up with thousands of sperm. And Which is wonderful. Gavaldic. Uh, a number of people asked me this past week, is this mutter because uh, it might be Mechika. Uh, I'll explain more on Shabbos. Uh, if you're not living in the neighborhood yet, you can ask me what I said afterwards. Uh, but uh, but I, the reason I mention this is because one of the one of the writers who wanted to bring the original Upshare and Minig, uh, they didn't get time with Upshare, when they brought the kid for Chinuch, they used to actually have the Isis in an icing form, and he used to lick it off and get rid of the Isis. <laughs> he used to do Mechika as part of the thing. They say, you see, it was written, Shalom and Us, uh, didn't, it wasn't the Dover Mizkayim, so it must be his mutter. We'll talk about these rayas, and we'll see which way it uh, which way it comes out. So Shaila is not only a din the name of Hashem; it's a din in all pesukim anyway. Even though uh, people, all the people call me asking about Hashem, Hashem, I told them I don't know why you're only asking about Hashem, Hashem. Din in all pesukim. Okay, so Mitzvah Hashem, we're going to discuss it. And uh, anybody here have one yet? Nobody bought the nook knocking. Okay, it's the Bachram are having a great time with it. Uh, a Rav called me last week, and he asked me, if, "Is this thing mutter?" I said, well, "You got one." He said, "My Tamidim got it for me." So he wanted to know, as he heard there's a tumult, I said, I'm working on it. I'll get back to you. Why is it any different than any tablet or... An iPad, a computer, the, as you look at it, it's uh, 30 times a second regenerating. It has no key in whatsoever. The e-ink is the godless. It has, uh, I'll explain on Shabbos how the technology works. And the people always wonder why I'm always discussing business and technology on Shabbos, just for the record. Uh, <laughs> it's called halacha, it's, it's called learning. And it doesn't make a difference whether or not <laughs> we, we, we spend Shabbos afternoons discussing chesh and mishpat issues. So obviously it's mutter to describe these things. We will uh, give a brief description. And if uh, at that time if Sadiq has anything to add, he'll chime in. And, um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go from first the understanding and then we'll, then we'll discuss the din. Um, anyway, but they had this minute with the child with the Isis, with the honey, or whatever it was. There's a very old minig. Now we do it with an upshare, and it used to be a chassidish shazach. Now Litvaks do it also. Very nice. There's really no big, uh, there's no downside that I can, I can think of. Uh, after the upshare, uh, uh, the upshare became popular in America, just in the historical point of view, because there's been a wonderful kibbutz Golius, and now the chassidim and Litvaks live side by side in Flappish, Borough Park, Muncie, and other fine cities. Uh, and uh, in Europe, it wasn't uh, exactly like that. There were, uh, you know, the Rogachava was the, many cities had a Chassidish Rav and a Litvish Rav, like a Sephardi and Ashkenazi chief rabbi. Many cities in Europe had both because they had two different uh, Gehillas. Uh, do you know who the, um, 
who the Rav of the other Rav of the city where the Raga Trevor lived? Two, two most famous Gazelia there. The same city. And this it wasn't New York. Anybody know? Yep, Yarasameh. Imagine the Yarasameh of the Raga Trevor in the same city. Uh, they used to get together once a year. I'm sure they met privately. They used to get together publicly. All the shuls had like uh, hakafas. So the Yarasameh and the Raga Trevor used to talk and learning. And. Um, and uh, the Yosemech once made a comment. The Yosemech was the Yosemech. I don't have to, uh, I don't have to give any commentary on that. But um, but he said he made a comment, something to the effect. I'm probably uh, I don't know if the story was given over accurately, but something to the effect that the Rogat Shavu never chazers. At least I do chazar. So what do you mean never chazers? He never chazers because it's all in front of him. So it didn't. Uh, <laughs> they, they were both quite brilliant. Uh, the Rogat Shavu was um, there was there was told there was one person who learned. I can't believe it's only, I mean, it's only one is a Kiddush that uh, is, is even one. Let's put it this way. One person learned under the Wagachava, and Lahavdil, I think he said under Einstein, the two, uh, is that possible? No? The second time Einstein in the same shear. Uh, was Einstein uh, uh, already brilliant in, in Europe before he was uh, escaped to America? Yeah. He was already well known? He had Talmitim then also? Okay. So Wagachava was right before the war also. So the way I heard the story was that he learned under. Um, he learned under both and claimed, I don't think he was from anymore when he claimed this, that was interesting, and claimed that Rogachava was, uh, was, was off the charts compared. It's hard to compare the two different types of genius. The Rogachava was uh, a genius among a generation of geniuses. Um, but uh, anyway, but the, uh, the Kibbutz Goliaths is what happened over here. They had somewhat in Europe in the same city, but now it's Mamish in the same shul. We have any shul, they have the people adopting Ashkenaz, they have adopting Sephardim, me aside. That wasn't the case in Europe. And that's why the Upsharans, the nice Minhagim, that's why they caught on. Otherwise, people always ask, like, well, we have this all of a sudden, the last 30 years. That's as part of the Shtalshul uh, America, which is part of the very, uh, very nice thing. I always tell people, the Chassidim are learning and the Litvaks are dancing, so what, what can be wrong? And nothing, <laughs> you know, if everybody's making Shalom, everybody picked up, there's nothing, you know, everybody's B'Shalom uh, or B'Shalva. Anyway, so um, getting back to this. So we have here Shittas Rashi that is nine. We have the Rishonim say it should depend on the on the particular mitzvah. The Meiri claims Rashi agrees with that. He's just trying to give you a general ballpark age, which the other Rishonim are going to do as well. We're going to see right now. Hine, second paragraph. So again, the reason I brought on the uh, the upsharing is because uh, the minigas they put on the tzitzis right away. The kid's only three years old. Nobody holds shir chinuch three. Say five, six, seven. So it's not that off because tzitzis is the easiest thing to do. They start with that because you put it on, like you don't have that much kavana. Even saying the bracha with him, that's the shayas, the bracha, bracha, batala. That's the only strange part about the upsharing business is that once you do an upsharing, you got to put on the yamaka tzitzis. That's the meaning. So it's a little bit young. Especially if it's not gufnaki, it's, that's, gufnaki is needed for tefillin, not really for tzitzis. Just when the tzitzis get in the diaper, if you're still wearing diapers, and they get sort of tangled in diapers, that's where it gets a little iffy. Um, okay, but this is an interesting, you know, the upsharing is an older minig, at least among those who were doing it. They were doing it at three. Can I, can I swear they were always putting out scissors then? I don't know. I wasn't there. Why? Right, that's an American thing. That was not going on in Europe. I know, I know. Well, that was my preface. This is all an American. Uh, we're backing up the age further and further. The question is why. I, I'm, not, I'm not promising you a good answer on this. I'm just trying to raise the uh, raise the issues. Hine, next paragraph. 
This is extremely important. Is the pshat, the kids of Gilachinach, when he can do the Maitzah Mitzvah, he has to understand something about the Mitzvah. So Pimagadim claims he's got to have some level of understanding. Doing the Maitzah Mitzvah is not enough. Which again would debunk the tzitzis. You can put on tzitzis three, although it doesn't mean you know it's flying. But okay, Shaila is how deep an understanding. Brackets. He has to do it physically also. Everybody agrees to Rashi by Yom Kippur. It's Gemara, it's not Rashi. So he has to do the Maisa Mitzvah, the Pimagad claims. He has to also be able to have some level of understanding. The standard fallback age is five and six. He's not in the parish of him, he says, before five and six, he doesn't really understand what a mitzvah is. We're going to discuss way later, probably in a couple of weeks, Sam Sefer is a very sad tshuva. We discuss is a child who is uh, never going to get to the age of chinuch. Never, ever. Is there any age of chinuch, is there any practice of chinuch if he's never going to get there? The answer is no. If he will get there but it will be delayed, then the answer is yes. And the Prima Gadim is tining that the 5, 6 is just a hashara. If it's 7, 8, 9, 10, then so be it. It's not a magical number. It has to fit the, the case at hand. This is a good kashish. If you look at the Gemara in Sukkah, it seems to say that the shear of a, of a cotton is chayav in Sukkah is a cotton she'en nesarach limay. And the Gemara says, what does that mean? If he wakes up in the middle of the night and he says, mommy, mommy, and he gets scared and needs his mother, and the mother has no chiv to, to sleep in the Sukkah, and the kid doesn't have a chiv either. So what's bothering him is why does he give a shear like that? Just give a shear... Of a gilachin, lachar the the mami mami is irrelevant because he's not a gilachin. A kid that young is not a gilachin anyway. So why does I have to go give a shear and say he's patam sukkah if he gets up and says mami mami, lachar he wouldn't be chayiv anyway. He's not old enough. That's his that's his kasha. Mashim shal chinuch atzma mechayiv gam kelimazeh. The sounds he's assuming that the kid wake up mami mami is less than five or six. Could be the answer is he's more. But his kasha is why do you have to give that shear before five and six is not gilachin anyway. So he says, it sounds like from Lavush that it's not totally in the understanding, it's totally in can you do the pula? A kid who's four could do the pula, just slap him, step in the sukkah. And therefore, in theory, he would have been mechuyiv. And therefore, it's not teshuvah came to do because he's scared without his mother. That's not like the prima gadam is suggesting. You understand? The Gadim is saying, you need a baravana. So he says, not much like that from the Dimba Sukkah. Vachia ken gami de veran. Vachia yesh lachia gami den chinuch atam batera. Shemachia mishashi adela daber. Very interesting, Kasha. Says the kid, it says, Gemara's beferish, adela daber, avim lamda teritziv alana mesha. How old is the kid? Who? When does the kid start speaking? I forgot already. Two? Two and a half? Three? Okay. So why is there a din chinuch by Tamatera at three? If the starting age is supposed to be, the consensus is going to be five or six, unless the kid's a genius. So, 
I'll just throw out what the pot what the possible answer is. That, that dinner terror at Sivalana Mesha is not a dinner tamatari. He's parroting the words. That's a din in Kedusha Satera, that when the kid first learns how to speak, the first sentence he should be saying is Tera Tzivalanu, Alsa Kedusha, and getting used to the, the words of Tera. But that's not a din of Chinim, the kid doesn't know what's going on. In Tama you have to understand. Yeah. Well, it happens to be Tera Shabbat, you don't have to understand. You're Yeti Tama if you say a Pasuk. Tera Shabbat, you're not. Those are the first words that you should be Yeah, but is, we, is that Chinuch or is that Hergel? Some Acharim want to say the answer to the Kashi is that's not Chinuch, that's Hergel. It sounds almost the same. When you're Machana, somebody needs to be Margul in the mitzvahs. But it's a good question. He's asking the kid two years old. Nobody holds the at two years old. But, the, but it says, Avimalam the Territivalana Moshe. So they try to answer that it's not real Chinuch, it's Hergul. Which he says, Kalamishu Roy the mitzvah, Afshayna Baravana. So the Pimagadan is struggling with this. This is a major Hakir. Is it a Maisa mitzvah or do you need the Avana as well? He has Raya's for or against. His Maskana is a Masik Sham Saif Davram Divir Ramashma Kosha Roy Lakach Mokhiv Lachanchai. Meaning, if it's just able to do the Asiyah, if you have a mitzvah inherently that requires Avana, and we're going to discuss which mitzvahs require more Asiyah and less Avana. He's introducing a third category. We'll have to discuss that. We will bring rise to certain mitzvahs. If you don't understand the reasons behind it, you're not used to the mitzvah at all. Or it's certainly B'dievet. So then the kid needs Avana. But the Pima Godim at the end says, if you could just do the Maisa Mitzvah without the Avana, maybe Taki is Chayev. Yeah. Right. Swallow, right. So that's a riot to this other side of the Pima Gala. Yes. Who points it out to the Rambam? Yeah. Right. That was Yerushalayim. That was like the Torah of Sivalana Moshe, if it didn't hear it. That was clear. The Gemara makes that clear. The Gemara says it wasn't a Chiv at all. So it can't be a Din Chiv because it wasn't a Din. But he saw he had a predilection toward uh, toward Geneva, so for extra years Shemayim be covered his head. That that's why when we watch Negavasa from one day old, and all the Yanni Kedusha will start earlier. Here we're talking about strictly about the Dinachina. That's the that's the difference. So this is a pretty loaded primagodim. Primagodim starts over the Hakir. What age is it? Depends on whether you need to be a Baravana. Here's a riot for or against in the middle sheet there might be. We'll have to find some mitzvahs like this. That if it's Tama mitzvah that the focus is on the Maitza mitzvah, then you go by the Maitza. If it's a mitzvah that requires more Avana, then you might need the Avana. The question is, which mitzvah is that? We'll get back to that later. How does the Mishabur hold? Mishabur gives us a few rayas. Mishabur, Bekam Makamis. Next paragraph, Kosov. Shastam, Mishigil Chinach. Fallback position again. If he's smarter, it's earlier. Not so smart, it's later. But the standard assumption is Mishigil Chinach, Megil Sheish, Aisheva. Lapum Korpe, six or seven. And this country now, he's in like, been in school for like four years already. A six or seven, which is again strange, <laughs> because like, what are we doing wrong, or what are we doing different, or why are we smarter? Even less than six. I don't care if you swear he understands Hashem and brachas and everything. Not a bracha. Yes. Yeah. So good. So why is he saying six, seven, you mean? So it could be the beginning of Mikra's hergal, like Torah Tzivah Lanamesha. Alabase takes a half a year. Remember, Shaz the Mikra, they had no schooling before. So you're coming the first day, the first uh, Tkufa's Alabase, and they're putting words together. So Mikra means you have to start learning how to read. So it could be by six, they were reading. Then, they're, then you can call that learning. Um, it's interesting, we're learning how to read 
much earlier. When the kids start now, nursery, pre-nursery. They don't read before six. Yeah. Well, alabes and alabes and alabes again and again and again. So they must be very good at reading when they start. English reading at four. Why don't they start Hebrew reading at four? And when did they start teaching English reading? Also five, six? So just in Baltimore, they're more advanced? Four or five, huh? Okay, so the question is, is uh, again, this historical theory, which, I, again, is not clear, I just don't know if it's right. Do we have the ability and the time and luxury and the money to give more stimuli to our young... Uh, Growing gynem at the age of two, three, that gets them going quicker. I mean, they have five million studies on these things. I just never read any of them. I was, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it's, uh, and I hope if you want to read some, they're a thousand pages long, you want to read them, let me know what, they, what the Muscan is. But they have, uh, they have these, I haven't studied them, it's not again. Uh, we start Yeshiva, we have uh, Pre 1A in the garden, and, uh, and we're going to start. The question is, is there an advantage to starting it earlier, or do. I once discussed, I think it was a, a Shavuos night, I'm going to run out of time now to discuss this, you can remind me on Monday, uh, they asked Rabbi Yankov, why is it the Mishnah clearly states, the Mishnah you're just quoting, we have a Chamesh Lamikra, we have Mishnah, we have Gemara, and our system is completely off. Again, we're smarter than the Tanaim, say, don't start Gemara till here, don't start Chumash till here, don't start Mishnah till here, and we're starting everything earlier. He used to start Gemara in sixth grade, a generation ago, and then in the fifth grade, they're starting at the end of fourth, they keep backing it up. And uh, why are we smarter? So the question is, are we smarter? So Abiyankiv gave an answer. He said that, uh, unfortunately, you have to excite them and we have to get them into it quicker because the yeshiva years are not endless and we've got to get them into it and they're, they're going to go out to the world and a lot more yetzahars. He gave a whole interesting explanation why our system changed. Uh, but um, does that mean they're learning it better? Or perhaps Chazal understood that the brain is developed a little bit better at a certain age and maybe they can actually hop up Gemara better if they started in Asia as opposed to struggling with it earlier. That's a possibility. We're not, we're not changing back, but that's, a, that's certainly a possibility. Yeah. What was that? That's true. And davening, by the way, I'm not so sure where, um, if anybody has been watching me raise my boys, I don't push the agenda to, first of all, it's not fair to the shul. Second of all, uh, it's especially not fair to them because their father is the most distracted person in shul. Uh, hands down. I have to, I have to concentrate on 7,000 things. The second most distracted person is him. But uh, the most distracted person is, uh, is, uh, is me because I have to uh, be looking at everybody and davening and thinking of the next halach and drosh at the same time. Um, and, uh, and I certainly can't pay as much attention to my children. A father comes to the son. He just has to pay attention to his son. And then uh, just dive in and listen to the Shosha at the end. So I, I don't bring them, I don't push the agenda, which why Arie is, uh, is 10 now, and now he's starting to come more often, which is fine. And he's still, depending on the personality, uh, he's still not ready to dive, in, to dive in straight, which is why uh, Nick did us a favor and bought a lot of nice, interesting books for them to become intelligent with. Uh, so it really, that's the Chanech Pitaka part. But to push them earlier, 100% right. It's disruptive. It's disruptive to him and to the shul. It gives them a, a bad taste. That's the discussion we had on giving them 28 lollipops before uh, that was the Pirkei discussion we had. Uh, so he's, this Sadiq is doing a wonderful job taking them off our hands for an hour. But with that said, that's not for every kid. And you have, well, your age is supposed to start when? Eight, nine? 
six, whatever. It's not for, it, it's counterproductive to start earlier. There's no doubt about it. They give them a bad, uh, bad taste. But by the learning, we're, we're actually pushing the agenda. The question is, uh, question is at what age? Okay, Mitzvah Shem will uh, continue on Monday.